BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging, swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. We can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man sure. needs a doctor. Yeah. I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. We're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with. The, we're not gonna lead. Uh, no. So uh, we had a moment the other day. From what I understand. Oh fuck yeah, we did. I got called. Uh, I think it's a record. Like I got called an asshole like before nine a.m. That's pretty early to be called an asshole. You got to get up real early to get me called an asshole earlier than I did get called an asshole. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> now this this happened at a grocery store. Yeah, I, I you know I got up really really early. Uh, I was like, oh, let me go and get some things I need from the grocery store along with some uh, money back on debit so I could, like, exchange it for quarters so that I could get laundry done. I was getting shit done that morning. Okay. Like, okay, uh, that's like four things right there. Bam, 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 bam. You're on a roll. Yeah. And, you're on a roll in the morning. And the grocery store is right down the street from my house, so I'm just like, let me hop over here. I get my groceries. That goes pretty well. Uh, nothing really wrong with that part of the scenario. It's once I get over to customer service... And I need to get myself so those quarters I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, you're at the desk or whatever, or you're, what are you? In, you're in line, right? Yeah, there's point? there's a line of four people at customer service. It's like a separate little section from where you actually check out. And I'm standing there and I'm looking, and there's no one at customer service. It's like we said, it's oh, okay. like before, it's pre nine a.m. right now. Yeah, yeah. So they're Everybody's short staff. Slow. Exactly. Barely Haven't there. had their coffee yet. That's for damn sure. So <laughs> I'm sitting there at the back of this line that's four people deep, and I see that it's not moving and no one's doing anything. So I take initiative, and I, I walk over to the self-checkout area where someone was stationed, and I say, hey, can I get quarters here, or can I do I have to, you know, like wait in line over at customer service? And she goes, oh, no, let me handle that for you. So... She goes over. Oh, okay. Walks behind the customer service desk, starts getting the quarters that I had asked for. Cause I, you know, I, I was like, can you give me two? Can you give me one? She's like, we'll see what we got. So she flags me over and she's like, I only got one roll of quarters. Now, at this point, I had to kind of go past the people that were already in line. And there was a guy in the line that was not having it. Oh, uh, okay. So you took somebody off. It was just already he gave on the, he on gave the, the he gave the classic hey there's a line and I oh, and I yeah. gave him I gave him the hands up shrug I gave and with mean, the head shake I mean what does he expect at that point for you to be like uh, oh I'm sorry ma'am can you can you help this gentleman first yeah can you help these like, three people instead of like just doing the thing do that like I just quick. talked to you about doing. And he's probably there for, like, lottery. He's going to take fucking 30 oh, minutes. God. Or a the return. Guy never want to get... St- That's okay, the fucking so worst, he, a return of the grocery so store. So he tells you this. What did you do after that? I, I, okay, so I give him the head shake, hands up, shrug. 
I'm trying to be I'm trying to be passive about this. It's like he doesn't understand okay. she's getting me this. I already asked Shrug her things off. previously. So I you know, hands up, shrug. And he didn't like that a lot. Cause he goes, Okay, asshole. And I'm like, Whoa. Uh, whoa. That's a hard step. That's a hard step from there's a line to just a direct Eight, asshole. Eight fifty nine to you're an asshole <sighs> fucking I, I just couldn't believe it. I was blown away. So I get I get the quarters. She's like, oh, I only got one roll. I'm like, just give me a ten. <laughs> give me give me that. I take my shit. And as I'm walking away, he's still fucking glaring at me. So I go, fuck you, buddy. I took initiative and went and got someone. You were standing nice. here doing nothing. And he, yeah. And he goes, well, fuck you. And I flip him off, and I walk out the fucking grocery store with my hand held high over my shoulder. <laughs> like, I don't have time, and you can just read this flag. <laughs> Should have told him, listen to American Psycho Podcast, you filthy animal. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'd say that's appropriate. I mean, I can understand. Nobody likes a line, but it's like, yeah. Like, you, you went and got somebody first off, and you're just trying to get fucking quarters. You're it's, just there for yeah. quarters. They, they should have handled that, like, at the register. Like, you know, like... Super simple, quick. easy yeah. to avoid, and you know what? That's on the cashier because she's the one who fucking waved me up there. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, they should have handled that there. I mean, fuck. I I got my quarters. I was out. I waved my flag and I left. I'm I'm glad you got out of there without too much complication, and uh, you're here to record this. So uh, let's let's uh, introduce everybody to the show. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt, and I'm joined by the attitude of the grocery store. And I'm an asshole. <laughs> I'm Jesse. <laughs> nah, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He just crossed a very grumpy old man. Yo, it's early. And, uh, I'm grumpy old man at that point. <sighs> I can get it, but Jesus, busting out the asshole card that early in public. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see a surroundings of, like, what the other people in line were like, oh, shit, like, somebody probably pulled out the I didn't even think of the women and children. I just flipped them off and, like, let everyone fucking yeah. ride that wake. <laughs> yeah, boiling out. I hear you. I totally get it. So we want to give uh, a couple of thanks to people who are definitely not assholes. First off, we got our good friend and Patreon supporter, Dave Gunn. We also have Kyle Nolan Bradford from the Crime Roulette podcast. Go check that out. And Aaron W. from the Yes and I Am podcast. Also check that oh, show out. Yeah. Those are some of our Patreon subscribers. They get a shout-out because they donate to our show and help it keep going. So thank you, guys. We really appreciate oh, yeah. it. Thank you, guys, for your support. It goes a long way. Now we have a fun little thing we like to do where we uh, give a shout-out to some po- other podcasts via Twitter. We do a little thing we call our pod shout out pick we have a decent amount of retweets on this for our entries good good so we're gonna we have we have a decent amount of retweets one of them is the same one from that one last week so you're gonna have five to pick from so you got one through five Hmm. five to pick from i'm gonna pick a number i haven't picked so i'm gonna go with four Four. All right. We got a new one. This is EMZT Productions, and that's EMZT Radio, the official Twitter for EMZT Radio. You're home for macabre fun, music, interviews, and independent horror. 
hosted by EMTZ S Infamous and Bane at Bane Hellborn. And their they, their Twitter handle is at EMTZ Radio. So be sure to check them out. Congratulations on your shout-out, guys. We're gonna have you tagged in our very next Twitter post for everyone awesome. to enter. So uh, what do we got coming up in the show? Well, as always, we're going to start with our bizarre news, where we got a little bit of Santa and a lot of naked. So uh, <laughs> definitely keep you entertained this time. And we also, we have some music to uh, suggest to you guys. And uh, I'm really, I really like both accent. I'm pumped. Definitely. And stick around. We're going to wrap it up with the Wheel of Weird. It's a lot of fun. With our weird news, we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news. And we're still talking about the Northeast, as we were in our last uh, weed news update. This time, Massachusetts, where you'll be able to walk into a weed cafe sometime next year and get your uh, get your smoke on. Okay. Maybe your grub on, too. Maybe some cool uh, edibles and shit. That's wicked. Now, is it only going to be edibles in general, or are they going to have regular food and edibles? Like, how's it going to work? Um, I'm wondering how that's going to work in terms of licensing. It's not mentioned in this article specifically. They're concentrated more on the bill that's being passed for the uh, cannabis cafes. But the it's been approved, and once the regulations have been finalized in mid-March of 2018, uh, marijuana businesses will be allowed to open by July 1st. And they're trying to provide a place sort of like a bar like how with alcohol, you know, you can go to a bar and you'll have a bartender who knows how much to serve you. They're trying to set up the same regulations okay. with cafes so that people can have another place to smoke besides just their home because public consumption isn't legal right now. Okay. I feel like that's a harder thing to regulate than alcohol. It's not um, always as noticeable, but it's still, it's a good start and a great idea. Yeah, and they're trying to, like, set up training for that sort of thing so that they can recognize, you know, when someone's been overserved in terms of, like, bud. Yeah. This is cool, though. It's, I mean, it's fairly close to you. you you're not that far from Mass- uh, a little drive to Massachusetts. So maybe sometime next year you'll be able to actually go in, get yourself a couple of joints and sit down and have a coffee and oh, chill yeah. out and smoke them. Yeah, I'm still keeping an eye on it. I'm waiting for the moment that the recreational goes into effect so that I can actually go over and get stuff. And uh, right now it's still medical. You have to have a license from, you know, a physician and all that fun stuff like you did in Cali the first way around. I feel like these cafes are going to be big business for Massachusetts. Yeah, Yeah, I can't wait to see it. And uh, once they're open and I can go visit them now, I will definitely be going. Hell yeah, and keep we'll keep an eye on that, and that'll be probably sometime in the summer of next year. So if you want to read a little bit more about this, I'll be posting the weed article up on the Facebook page, every, as we do with our weed articles, every Monday. So yeah. be sure to go check that out if you want to read a little more. Awesome. You know, I always like cafes in general, and uh, they're always comfortable. But uh, let me ask you this. How do you feel about a nude cafe? Or a nude restaurant. Nude cafe. Now, who's nude? All the diners. All Not the, the diners. Oh. You don't have to worry about a dick in your face while you're trying to order your uh, meal. Don't worry about that. No di- dong hanging in the soup as they're the taking worst. your drink oh. order. Oh, sorry about that. I'll take this to the back and get you a new one. And he just walks around the door, waits two minutes, and brings you the same one. His dong was in your soup. 
I guess I if it, if it's like oh you know for like a thousand dollars would you eat dinner at a nude cafe then maybe maybe I uh, go for it. You're not it. getting paid. Because you, you have a lap. It's pretty expensive. It's like a pretty exquisite upscale. Place. I like it. We're talking I upscale like nude We're dining. We're talking slightly upscale, but a minimal decor. You know. Um, <laughs> I would. I would now, guess. The place is called Au Naturel, and it's in Paris, <laughs> you know, which fits it. I feel like that's the most acceptable place for this, but it's actually not the City first of Lights. nude restaurant um, in Europe. Like, this came from, this restaurant actually was influenced from a place in London. Okay. Which I so thought this was... So this isn't the first foray into nude dining for the Europeans. Yeah. <laughs> right? They, uh... They, they get down well, with it. I couldn't. Ex- isn't I couldn't that say like a European thing to like be new, like for nude beaches and stuff? Well, yeah, it seems like, like the culture is a little looser over there. Yeah, this is inspired. The I couldn't believe this, but the owner is not a nudist, but nudist culture is huge over there. Huh. Um, you'll find it here. I mean, I remember when we were younger, we found a nudist like. Oh yeah. That was weird as shit. And on the way to. Uh, some waterfalls on the on this one trail there was always nudists in the creek there yeah yeah but yeah so it's it's uh it's a pretty minimalist setup but the menu is a classical french setup it has lobster it'll even have snails and parsley cream sauce if that's your deal Ooh. okay but, give um, yeah it's an equivalent to american dollars your average meal will cost you around 60 bucks a three-course meal oh wow so I mean, it's not too too crazy. 60, 60 per person, three courses. I mean, eh, yeah, it's a pretty good deal. But you got to be naked. You got to be that's, naked. That's as soon weird as you culture. walk in, the guests are asked to leave their clothes in the cloak room, and uh, they'll give you. Now, how, how do you how do you uh, pay for the meal at the end of it? Well, You're I'm like, sure oh, they let I you dress. I don't have my wallet. I, I'm sorry. They strategically place the cloak room in an area that is like past a narrow hallway so you cannot get past without paying <laughs> you you like dress. have to squeeze by yeah and they're waiting for you <laughs> so i mean that's a that's an easy way i actually that might be the way to get out of splitting the bill with like people when you go out to dinner you just like get naked get it's naked. like oh i don't have my wallet i'm sorry oh yeah i i forgot it in my in my pants well, <laughs> i'm pretty sure most establishments will like yeah <laughs> You just gotta tell them it's the new thing. It's it's European. They can't discriminate against you because you're nudist. What the hell? Yeah. I'd just I'd be worried about any hot soups. I'm pretty clumsy as fuck when it comes oh. to like being out. I've spilled drinks at restaurants. I just don't want. You don't to want a hot drink in, in the lap. Hot or cold, but definitely not I'm boiling hot. I don't know if I've ever eaten anything naked. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just feels <laughs> wrong. I'm generally clothed when I'm eating. Yeah, I don't know. Eating naked feels wrong. Like I don't mind. Like, I'm gonna not do it. Shirt and eating, but like eating, eating like without like even like bottoms on is like so weird. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm gonna do it. Maybe may, you know what? Maybe I've eaten something in a towel. Maybe I was That's like, possible. you know, drying off after a shower. But hmm, I've never that. been I've never been buck ass with a bowl of cereal. Yeah, just like. <laughs> dick swinging around chiseling rice krispies into your face nah <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you're gonna end up with food particles on your naked body it's very yeah. it's not it's not very becoming of you first dates you, that's a terrible place to go you don't want to find fruity pebbles tucked in your nutsack <laughs> <laughs> 
Get those Fruity Pebbles off your Fruity Pebbles. Now, we are headed to another site of crazy nakedness. Where a naked man crashes into a truck, runs in traffic, and jumps on vehicles near the D.C. airport. Oh my god. This sounds too good to be true, but it's fucking true. The video. We got video evidence of this man. He apparently crashed his uh, truck into the back of a larger, like dump truck type of vehicle uh, on Route 28 near the Washington Dulles International Airport. Then he began running across the roadway, jumping on multiple vehicles, all while naked. <laughs> In the video, he's seen sort of car surfing on the top of what looks like a tow truck. Uh, isn't that the, the dump truck that he crashed into? He's riding that dump truck as it like tries to drive away from the scene because that guy's going fucking crazy butt naked. Yeah, and uh, everyone's like fucking trying to avoid him on this highway, which is like, da- first off, very dangerous. Oh like to God. be running around on the highway, let alone naked running around on but the highway. I've got to say, if you pull up in a highway, you're in a traffic jam, and like you're at the front of it, and you're like, "What the fuck is holding it up?" There's a dump truck, and there's a little crash, and <laughs> then you just see around the dump truck comes whipping a dude, fucking ass, butt ass, white ass, pale as fuck, naked, just <laughs> coming at you, hauling ass. You're just like, you're trying to get out of there. Oh, absolutely. You don't want that anywhere near you. You know if he gets near you, you're at least losing a side mirror. Or jumping into your car and wiping his asshole all over you the Fucking seat. lock those doors. You better pray for power locks or start reaching. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got to lock all those doors when there's naked fucking people fucking arms. running around the, about the highway. Now, they didn't mention if he... Uh, they said that police took him into custody and he was being medically evaluated. They didn't say if he was on anything. Or I have to assume he was on something. Oh, I mean, it, well, actually, that's not normal behavior. It could be mental illness, but I mean, I want to assume that yes, he was just fucking on something hard. He was on a ride. He was either on something or not on the thing that he should have been on. Ooh, true. Yeah, just yeah, not taking what he should have been. <laughs> so yeah, this uh, I, I thought this would be out of Florida. Honestly, but DC, I guess shit gets crazy over there too. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, shit gets wild in DC. Yeah, to be careful it's on like the highways. The most armed area in the United States. Really? Wow. Well, it would make sense. Yeah. There's a lot of important stuff going around. Yeah. Be careful on those highways. Watch out for the naked people. Hell yeah. And we're gonna keep up the mayhem on highways in our next story. But we're gonna go to Japan. Uh, apparently, in Tokyo, Japan specifically, a big thing. I'm just learning about this. You can go rent these little mini carts, and you can dress up like your favorite characters. My favorite is the characters from Mario Kart because it looks like you're really the character, and you can get a matching cart like out of the game, which I thought was really cool. Hell yeah! I would go Yoshi or Bowser. What would you go? I probably I like I like Luigi, and I gotta say I always use Princess because I was I was always thinking she was the best. And I okay. know that would be weird as a guy dressed as princess, but it would be hilarious. Because <laughs> I got a that would be beard. great. I'll go as Bowser. You can go as Princess Peach. I <laughs> <laughs> just talk real deep the whole time. <laughs> Mario never rescues me because something happened. That's not the princess you remember. He's a little intimidated. 
So anyway, people can rent these cars. Uh, they're really cool. One of the most popular places is Mari Kart. They're getting fucking sued from what I heard because they uh, obviously ripped off the name of Mario Kart without the O. No. Can't take the O out and think you're cool. Get out of here. Uh, I found out this is pretty cheap too. It's only like seventy dollars U.S. dollars for uh, one and a half to two hours riding that's one of these. To- that's very rides. worth it. Around Tokyo, dude. We're talking like some crazy city highway. Uh, I have to talk streets. my girlfriend into that if we ever end up in Tokyo. Fuck yeah, this is something you definitely got to do. They have a wide selection of characters you can choose from. But the point of the story is they actually they're just starting to tighten down on these guys, which I found amazing. They weren't required to wear seatbelts, first off. And they're driving around on these little mini-ass carts that literally sit like four or six inches off the ground, riding around yeah. where cars are. This is, uh, I, I thought, you know, they would have had something, like a little airplane seatbelt like kind of thing. No, nothing at all, man. Now they have real, they have to have seatbelts, they have to be at least a meter off the ground. Um, they they have to have the soft steering wheel. They can't have like a plastic hard plastic that can hurt you if you get wrecked. Okay. Because so you're not taking a hard steering wheel in the chest. Yeah, they're blaming it all on tourists. They're saying most of the incidents <coughs> they recorded are uh, all tourism people that are foreigners crashing these little carts into other cars and random <laughs> fucking things on the side of the road like fucking fruit stands and shit. <laughs> That's something straight out of the game. Yeah. Now. Yeah. uh it's crazy to me that they let these vehicles on the road with other cars. Like, you were talking about the height before. Yeah. They would be tough to see. Yeah, and that's one of the instances. I'm, I think a few of them were getting crunched by other cars because they didn't see Because <laughs> you talked about, like, a highly industrial city. So you got lots of big trucks and vans running around. Oh, yeah. And you got little fucking go-karts on the fucking road that these truckers are, like, tired from driving all the time. They don't. They might look to the side and not notice you whip in front of them because you're racing your fucking dickhead buddy. You're gonna have a little Luigi Fast and the Furious scene under the fucking uh, truck. Oh my god! It's like when you get that one power up and you can run them over and flatten them. Except this time, <laughs> you don't blow back up. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's insane. If I ever end up in Japan, I'm definitely doing that. Yeah. I might yeah. go as a Ninja Turtle, though. Oh, dude, yeah, there was all kinds of bullshit. Ninja Turtles, you can go Superman, Minions, whatever you want, man. They got it. I'm looking at Power Rangers. Hopefully they got that. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> Everything you want more in Japan. But we're going from Japan over to Brooklyn, where we have a bird napper. Robin parakeet straight out the pet store. Uh, it wasn't a parakeet. It was a parrot, technically. But <laughs> Yeah, a little more valuable than a parakeet. Better. I mean, you can get a parakeet for God, like 15 bucks. You go to the pet store. Yeah, Nobody's the, uh, the parrot this man anything. stole. The parrot this man stole was worth $500. Yeah, dude. So this wasn't, this wasn't any run-of-the-mill... <sighs> Bird. I don't know if it was like a resale deal. Like, was, she, was he trying to snatch this thing up, put it on Craigslist the next day? Like, oh, for sure. Oh, like for sure. Oh, for sure. Two fifty. Half the value. <laughs> Just nabbing birds. It's not a smooth fucking kidnapping either. It's all on camera, and it's very awkward. It, he like reaches into the cage while like looking at probably the store owner to make sure he's not being caught and shit. It's very sloppy work, but... Uh, but how ballsy. How ballsy yeah. do you have to be to just like 
It's not like a birdcage was loose in the store. He had to go through like um, one of those plastic clear doors that you have to see, like you commonly see at a pet store. Where they keep to the get birds to the at. cage, and then he's like in the cage fiddling around trying to get the parrot while looking at the guy. Like it's like, dude, I would have a heart attack in that moment. I feel like because it's like, if he looks back, you're fucked. Oh yeah, and he's just literally grabbing Polly and shoving it in his pocket. Fucking bird squawking. He got out of there, and they're uh, they're looking for him. They say the thief is about thirty years old. Investigators urge witnesses to call Crime Stoppers with tips to help them find the bird and the suspect. Because he got he got away with it. Like you were saying when we were talking about it, I just I don't know how that bird wasn't like screeching the whole time. It was getting pocketed. It's <laughs> fucking thrown in the fucking pocket. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. Is like, how do you steal live animals? It's not a turtle or anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, shit. If anybody listening to this podcast knows where that parrot is, help us out. <laughs> if I could make it happen. And we got another thing we need you to help us out with. And that is the issue that, God damn it, Steakums cannot get verified on Twitter. <laughs> Now I'm talking, I'm talking steak. You know what I'm talking about? Sliced steak, all natural, hundred percent beef. Oh, I love them. I, I always do cheese and onions if I can. Oh yeah, hell yeah! If you got onion and cheese, you're golden. You're golden. You got pepper. That's the bonus. I know you. You don't do pepper, right? Oh, I'll, like what? Black pepper? Green or pepper. talking like green peppers? Yeah, yeah. I'll eat all oh, okay, green, okay. yellow, know. red. I wasn't sure if that was one of your one of your heats. Oh yeah. no, I'll take. I'll do that. Just pickles and uh, mustard. That's what I don't do. Okay, fair deal. Fair deal. I'll let you have that. <laughs> yeah, man. Steakums. One of the greatest, easiest inventions for fast food in your house. They're having an issue. They cannot get verified, which, as you can imagine, makes it an issue because not many people are going to follow you if they don't see that little blue sign if you're somewhat of a famous company. Yeah, and usually companies are pretty easily verified. Yeah, man, especially a company that's been around since like I bet McDonald's and Burger King are fucking verified. Yeah, man. I was looking into it. Steakum has a cool-ass backstory. It's wild. It was actually made in some dude's kitchen in the 1960s when he was trying to figure out a way to save his company that uh, sold hamburgers and other meat to restaurant chains. Oh, okay. Philly. So he was sitting there, and he was like, you know, people love Philly cheesesteaks. But back then, like, I guess the meat that was commonly sold for cheesesteaks was really, like, gritty and hard to chew. So he, like, <laughs> he sat, like, messing around, coming up with this, like, certain way that he he prepared it. Between, okay. Like, shredding it and whatnot. And then uh, reforming it. Yeah, because it's like, very thin sheets. slices of beef. Yeah. Like, sheet, yeah, little beef sheets. And he said it blew up, like, within a year. And he, he sold the company for about $20 million. Damn. A decade. Yeah. Wild story, that's man. A, that's a lot of beef. That's a lot of fucking beef. You can buy with that. But yeah, so. We're asking for your help, slackers. Hell yeah. Help us. You can help get them verified by tweeting and following their stuff. They're harassing the main, like, people at Twitter right now. Yeah, they're trying to get them to just fucking put that little blue mark. It's crazy how uh, people and companies go crazy over getting verified, though. It's like a yeah. big deal. Yeah, yeah. And they're at, at stake underscore UMM, at stake'em. Um, and you can look it up, hashtag verify stake'em. 
Okay, you can find the movement. We we retweeted uh, one or two of their links, I think. Hell yeah, they need our. They have a petition people. going on too. Now Twitter, we need you to stop being naughty, or else you're gonna end up on the bad list for Santa and not get any fucking presents. Oh, we don't want that to happen. We got the baddest Santa over in Montreal. He who was fired from a shopping mall after complaints. Okay, bad Santa. Now What's this Santa, re- as soon as I started reading this, this Santa started to remind me of the Santa from uh, Christmas Story, where he like can't, Ralphie can't remember what he wants, and he like hold, he remembers right before he goes down the slide, and he holds on, and then the Santa says he puts his boot on his head and pushes him away. It's a ho ho ho. <laughs> Yeah, fucking like slide. kicks him down the slide. Yeah. Um, this Santa did something similar. I guess this uh, this little girl went up to him, and it wasn't clear whether or not he was on duty at the time. But the daughter walked up to him to give him a hug. He put his hand flat on her forehead and pushed her away. Oh my <laughs> he god. He keeps walking with not a word, not a smile, nothing. So obviously the parent. <laughs> was pretty pissed off about this. It's like, you just fucking pushed my kid. You fuck yeah. And the daughter said, like, wow, Santa's grumpy. And then started to get upset, saying, like, did I do something wrong? So it's like, now you fucked with the kid's head, which is fucked up. <sighs> you can't walk around donning the Santa suit, <laughs> pushing little kids away. You gotta be, like, the happiest person. You can only get pissed in your car. Yeah. Yeah. And even then, you're still being watched. <laughs> but uh, this Santa had multiple complaints. He refused to smile in pictures. He made an autistic child cry because he touched his beard. And he called another kid a little brat, telling him to make oh an appointment. <laughs> oh my god. How does he still have a job? That's crazy. Oh, he does not. He was fired a few days after the incident where the child was pushed on the forehead. Yeah, I'd say it's your your days of donning the red suit are over, yep. sir. <laughs> you can't taint that Santa name anymore. Now, uh, the, the daughter was still asking the mother, you know, do you think Santa's better? Do you think he should go to therapy? Maybe antidepressants should be what Santa should get for Christmas. Oh my god. <sighs> but uh, they, they got a new Santa at the Montreal Mall. You don't gotta worry about it anymore. Oh if you take god. your kids there, you're That's in the crazy. clear. Well, we're keeping up with the bad Santas and we're going to Washington. Where Bangor police are on the lookout for a Santa who is handing out candy canes to children at a local department store. Okay. What's so wrong about that? One of the first problems was that this department store didn't have a Santa that they hired. Now, the second thing was that somebody had reported a lady had been walking her child, and a Santa had came up and uh, gave her a candy cane and said, good girls get candy while naughty girls get jewelry. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. It's fucked up. Creep fucking radar to a peak. Creep Santa. <laughs> Pervert alert. So immediately she went Santa. and you know, reported that there was a Santa saying this vulgar shit to her child. <laughs> and uh, one of the things, um, one of the security guys at the mall had said, or at the department store had said, was uh, 
that they, they weren't able to find him because he slipped through the ladies' apparel and small appliance as quickly <laughs> as prune-filled cookies go through flying reindeer. Ah, ah, all ah, another disgusting sight. What the fuck is going on? This whole story is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, this is a terrible Santa story. Terrible Santa He's, story. So he got away. He got away. This dirty Santa with his dirty sayings. <laughs> Just, oh, my God. That girl's going to grow up and one day realize what that Santa said to her. And she's going to be... She's never going to be the same. Scarred for life. She's no, that's, that's horrible. And the fact the fact that they didn't even catch this guy who's creeping around just giving out candy to kids. You think, you know, people are worried in Halloween. It's not Halloween that's going to get your kid with can- strangers and candy. It's fucking Christmas. Christmas. The creep in the red suit who, who wasn't hired. It's like the Santa in your mall is like really, really uh, fucking inappropriate. It's like we don't have a Santa. Like What's Santa? this is... It's horrible. That wait, is like the worst you're just holiday like, time. Like a, you saw a ghost. You're just like, wait. There's a lone guy running around creeping with that. Oh. <laughs> creeping with the Santa suit. And it's easy enough to just pull the beard off and like yeah. take the suit off real yeah, quick. Yeah. And he's gone. That's, that's horrible. They're using Santa as a cover. So uh, beware beware mall Santas, I think is what we're learning this, this holiday season. Yeah. We got a way for you to shake off the uh, the jitters that that pervert Santa might have given you, because we got a funny clip of the week, and this is a uh, a nifty way to get around on a frozen lake. Hell yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. First off, and I don't think it's that safe. No, I was I was just thinking that we got guys uh, on like a frozen lake with a chainsaw. And they're putting the chainsaw down, and it sort of, the teeth of it drag them along the ice. So they can get going. They're like they're like little portable snowmobiles. Yeah, he's essentially just using that chainsaw to skate him around on his little ice skates. It, I don't know, if you hit something ice... It's like a reverse like, sharp uh, snowmobile. It is kind of. It's ridiculous how fast he's going first off. I'd worry that you'd face plant into the chainsaw. Yeah, that's my whole worry is like, this is a chainsaw. You don't want to fall anywhere near a chainsaw. You lose grip of that, that thing starts spinning, you're done. When I first saw this, though, I started dying laughing. I was just like, yo, you could get across town in like a really cold place so quick. Just be like, oh, oh, hey there, Henry. Did you take the bus? It's like, no, I just took the chainsaw. No, I just took my chainsaw here. It gets me everywhere. Just walk out to the lake and, you know, get going 40. Yeah, it's a multi-tool, you know. Cut, cut the ice with it. But And, and also the comedic uh, element of, like, if they cut a circle, does it just, do they fall through? Do they fall through or create a great ice fishing place, which Canadians love. I mean, come Very on. Very true. So we'll post this up on Wednesday in the Facebook group as we do every Wednesday with our funny clip of the week. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Fucking chainsaw guy. Let's get into some jamming. Yeah, we got some great music suggestions for you. Starting out with uh, one from Matt here. Now the band I am talking about is Lave. Lave is a duo of dudes and uh, consists of vocalist Joey Basidia and Joey Teal. Bunch of Joeys. They're really fucking awesome. Um, Joey it's and kind Joey. of 
a weird mix of it's got a little electronica a little indie a little folk styling and okay. uh the songs really caught me now they only have three released currently and they're working on their ep to be debuted in uh 2018 but i really fucking love everything they've released so far and uh their following's growing pretty quickly too i've got to say nice so they're definitely on the newer end of the spectrum hell yeah they come out of columbus ohio they're formed in 2016 so barely you know over a year old just like us um and yeah i really i really fucking dig these guys the first song i'm gonna play for you is pale ash which the rhythm immediately caught me in the song and uh right away i knew i liked this band i was like oh i can save that right away to the spotify playlist Nice. And checked them out, and I love everything they do. So I'm excited for this EP. But for now, I'm gonna play this first song called Pale Ash. So yeah, that was Pale Ash by Lave. Fucking awesome. Uh, by the way, Lave, L-A-V-E. It's a weird name. I want everybody to get this right, make it easy to find them on Spotify or wherever you find your music. I'm glad you clarified that. Because at yeah, first right. when you told me the band name, I thought you said Lave. Like what you, like the spindle thing. I know, like yeah. Whittle yeah, stuff it's on it. It's an odd name. Wood. It's easy to get mixed up with a lot of different combinations of spelling. Right. Uh, yeah. So L-A-V-E. There, I yeah. like that song specifically. It's definitely really catchy and it's very it's mellow. Yeah, all their songs are pretty mellow. Um, that song is just like the melody is perfect to me, and uh, that's the first song they ever put out, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh, that's really? A, that's my favorite wow. song by them, and it's the first one that came out. But yeah, the yeah, the, the vocals are on par. Like the melody of the instruments, perfect. You know? Yeah, and I love oh, two guy two guy combinations because it really just it narrows down. You know, now is one guy developing. doing the vocals mostly, and one guy's doing the yeah. One guy like, is really the producer the production. Yeah, one of the guys is a producer, and one of the guys is mainly the vocalist. From what I've seen, cool. Now there's not too much on on them. So out Joey there. does the music producing, and Joey does the singing. Exactly. Yeah, very okay. easy. That's how, that's the easiest way to distinguish. <laughs> On point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Joey, it's easy. Yeah, Joey, Joey does Joey. the vocals <laughs> and Joey does the producing. Yeah, I, I can't believe I was fucking that up. I feel like an idiot. Um, but yeah, really good song. 
And we're going to go to another really good song. A little mellower, I would say. This is their newest okay. release that came out this year. It's called Wash Water. And I really, I really dig it. I'm going to start you a little bit into it because it's, uh, it's slow starting. So, Wash Wine, I'll leave. cool song um the melody's you know poppy but retro at the same time i really dig it the electronica is still there there's a presence yeah. you know and you were saying you're saying it's got a similar sound to beta blocker and yeah I, you know i, I hate to compare like that. artists that we specifically talked about because that's like oh, you're limiting like oh yeah of course you would say that but no they really do like they remind me you know on top of being two guys producing this great music it's a very similar melody that's not found a lot these days that i really enjoy yeah it's very it's almost uh it's like synthy i want to say it's like 80s but it's like new wave yeah and I, I didn't mean melody i meant like uh like a genre basing i don't know like, yeah you know just the 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 sound of them you know it's very unique to them and i, I really like it and i appreciate that about them yeah, yeah. definitely now like i said the ep is coming out this next year hopefully and uh they're not really touring yet because it's a newer band and a duo, it's probably a lot harder to put on a show, a live show. When you said they're out of tracking. Ohio, though, yeah, they're out of Ohio. So hopefully we'll see them touring soon. But check them out for now. You can find them on Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you get your music. Lave L A V E, fucking awesome. They got three songs. They're dope. Yeah, be sure to check them out. Now, getting on to my suggestion. I chose the group Run the Jewels. Now, they are a rap group formed of Killer Mike and LP, uh, two guys that are both really great rappers. They've been in the scene for a while, and they've just put out their third album, Run the Jewels 3. They have, like, Run the Jewels 1, Run the Jewels 2, and Run the Jewels 3. And I, I, doing a little bit of research... I found out that Killer Mike and LP were introduced by an executive producer at Cartoon Network, because I guess Killer Mike's always uh, has uh, for a while been involved with the Adult Swim Singles program, where they every summer I believe it is put out free like singles uh, that of like music that they find interesting. So I, I thought that was a little bit of cool back history on them. Yeah, but you actually got a chance to see Run the Jewels. Yeah, man. Funny coincidence when you had mentioned that you were going to cover them. I, I didn't initially remember that name. And then you mentioned it again, and I'm like, wait a minute. Let me think about this. 
That sounds really familiar. And I saw them at Moonrise this year in Baltimore this summer. And I've got to say, I really enjoyed their set. And one of the things I really enjoyed about their set was that I saw that they were really interactive with their fans, including like giving a lot of merch out, which I thought was cool. I can you know? definitely see that. They're, yeah. They seem to be those types of guys. And uh, yeah. the the videos that they put out are really funny, along with being like a good track on top of it. Uh, the first one that's like one of their bigger uh, hits that I keep ending up playing is called Legend Has It. So this is Legend Has It by Run the Jewels. Smoking up curses and slurs, smoking my brain in the mush. I became famous for blaming you fuck, naming my way through the brush. There was no training or taming of me and my bra. Live like a man, but I'm animal raw. We are the murderers there. That with the jail and we murdered the murderers there. Then with the hell and discovered the devil delivered some hurt and despair. Used to have power to push, now I smoke pounds of the push. Holy, I'm burning the bush. Now I give a fuck about none of this shit. Two runner over and out of this bitch. So that was Legend Has It by Run the Jewels, and that's off the Run the Jewels 3 album, their most recent one that they put out. And they're actually known for putting out their albums for free, uh, like download. See, which that's is pretty awesome. cool. That's and really I think cool. they I think they also have a an LP uh like press uh for vinyl for of this most recent album which I'm almost fairly positively going to pick up if I see it. <laughs> I love when when bands do vinyl presses. They're so cool. Yep. They really neat. It's and their artwork is pretty cool. It's uh for the third one it's they have a symbol that they sort of do. It's like a, a pistol and a fist. It's like a, a, you make the yep. symbol with your hands. That's their their whole thing. And actually, that was incorporated into a couple of uh, comic books. Uh, not Daredevil. Who's the other one? The one that Ryan Reynolds played, the sarcastic Deadpool. Uh, they, yeah, there's sorry. a Deadpool cover uh, with him doing the, the pistol and fist for oh, Run see, the that's Jewels. Wicked. That's wicked. So they, they have a little bit of nerd culture in them. Also, Killer Mike was really involved with uh, Bernie Sanders' campaign. I know we don't get political on the show, but that's that's sort of when I started looking into them. That's cool. That's really, yeah, that's neat to see it uh, relating to your life, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so, speaking of relatable, the next song is called A Christmas Fucking Miracle. Ooh. And I picked this one specifically because we're right around the holidays and we just talked about some Santas. So this like is a it. Christmas fucking miracle by Run the Jewels. Who am I that I don't get my portion? The most impressionable minds get molested in a form by manipulating forces. Don't fret, little man, don't cry. They can never take the energy inside you were born with. No one that understands you can never be poor. You already won the war, you were born rich. You can only take the energy you have going back to the ground where the home of your Lord is. Whoever, whatever that Lord is, couldn't give a fuck if you ever made fortunes. Fuck anyone ever trying to run that 
smarter than us don't understand love's important And we can weaponize that, bring it back to the truth where the ashes and dust got formed in The beat breaks and your teeth break Keeping canines embedded in my knuckles is a keepsake It was seeing your veneers, just mere souvenirs Falling out your mouth and on to the landscape Me and LP do the secret handshake Then I pummel punch a pumpkin head punk In his pimple face till he punch drunk Cause he's sweet as a pound cake And he pussy my ear, L, I'll say Into the wild, wild style, ghetto child running wild Where the lions in the aisle stay The powers to be, even off of the reprise Told us damn, take us out if we vow to our need But they can give that to the kings and the queens and the so that was a Christmas fucking miracle by Rum the Jewels. And I like how in this one it's sort of like LP up front and then Killer Mike sort of at the end. Mm. They It almost feels like they sectioned it off and it's a slower, more serious song. We were just talking about the meaning of it possibly as we were listening. Yeah, I feel like there is an anti-commercialism feel like you were mentioning. Yeah, I, I really yeah. It's a song that you can seriously pick apart. This is actually my first time hearing it. I haven't heard it before this, and uh, it's not your average Christmas tune. But I really like the the meaning behind it. Yeah, and the so music far. video. <laughs> I I like how they have the sort of old old style pictures. It's almost like the meme pictures where it's like a person sitting and then their face sort of like faded into the background, but it's LP rapping. Uh, and then there's a part in the beginning where it looks like Killer Mike is dressed up like Scrooge and LP <laughs> is Tiny Tim. So they throw awesome. like funny little things into their videos that I, I really appreciate. That's awesome. So yeah, that was that that was uh, Lave and Run the Jewels. Both of those will be added to our American Psycho Spotify playlist. Oh yeah, check them out. They're great acts, and uh, they'll keep you entertained. And uh, now I think it's time we spin that, that wheel of ours. It's time for the Wheel of Weird. That's really fucking weird. Now the wheel, how the Wheel of Weird works is we have a person, a place, and a thing. And we're going to give our little spinner here a spin. And depending what it lands on, that's what you guys get to hear about. So for our person, we have Ruth Belleville. For our place, we have Reality Checkpoint. And for thing, we have Mooning the Cog. Matt's giving our spinner a spin. Takes a little bit, but we are about to land. We got choice number three, which is thing. That's ridiculous. I didn't think it, I, I thought I was just like speaking bullshit. I swear <laughs> to you, people, it landed on thing. Well, I'm actually very happy that it landed on this because this is the one that I was really, really hoping that we would be able to talk about. Good, good. I'm glad we landed on the excited one. Okay, okay. This is uh, this is a thing. It's called mooning the cog, and it's an action. It's something you do. You moon it. You moon the cog. And what is the cog, you might ask? The cog is the cog railway on Mount Washington. 
It's the okay. highest peak in New Hampshire. It was one of the, you know, Mount Washington. I always wanted to drive up it when I was living in Plattsburgh because it is like a super high up there uh, peak, and you don't have to hike it. There's like it's paved. You can go up there. There's a weather station. Okay, that's fucking crazy. So oh, you just hang out, hang your ass out, rather, and uh, <laughs> wait for the train. Well, this is, yeah, this is people uh, that hike the Appalachian Trail and it's kind of a a tradition it's like a 20 or 30 year old tradition in fact and people when the train goes by they they drop their drawers and they moon the passengers on the train and there's there's a lot of theories as to how this tradition came about okay some say some say it was like the locals being upset about the smoke and the steam and all the noise that the train generated and in protest, they would, you know, go moon the train and like try and piss them off. And then, and then all the passerbys that were coming through town, they were like, "What do you guys do for fun?" They're like, "Hey, since you're here, come with me." Well, you see, there's gonna be a train coming through here in about thirty minutes. And what I'm, what we're gonna do is we're gonna pull our pants down and we're gonna moon it. We're gonna hang yep. our, we're gonna hang our butts out at it. And it's and it's, it's persisted long enough that people do it to this day, you know. <sighs> yeah, well, I, I can imagine it being hilarious, and I can imagine there's probably a shit ton of photos out there of people doing this to that poor train system that these conductors have to see. All these bare asses, they're like, ah, oh, here we come. We're coming up on bare ass corner. Yep. And uh, there's there's another theory as to where the name came from. The uh, original train's name was the Railway to the Moon. <laughs> So people think that that might have had like a little, a little effect on it, and then people decided to moon the moon train or something like that. People have been arrested. I guess an off-duty New Hampshire state trooper and forest ranger began riding the train to arrest hikers who mooned it, and during oh my 2007, God. eight hikers were arrested, and they were to be charged in federal court due to it having taken place in a national forest. Jesus Christ, I wonder, see, like, what's running through my mind, it's like, was it a scenario where he's like, pull the brake, we gotta move it, or is <laughs> it like a off. talking fucking roll in like a ghillie suit, and he just crawls up and he fucking gets him, tackles the mooner <laughs> to the ground, you're going to jail, dirtbag. I like it a lot better, him being on the train and like radioing it in. <laughs> pull the brake. We got him. I saw, I saw it, a bare asshole. We gotta, we gotta move. He's got a whole lot of freckles on his ass. So yeah, it's considered an offensive uh, act, and you're not supposed to do it. Um, you can be prosecuted, it seems. Yeah, but that was been. in 2007, so it's been a while since anyone got arrested. Man, I wonder how many uh, people that partake on the Appalachian Trail do this. It's, it's like, it seems like a, a big tradition, but then you also got to wait around for a train, and like if you're just like chilling for, it's got to kind of line yeah, up, and you have to know go. about the tradition. Yeah, true. I just wonder, like you know, like the whole tradition of hiking the Appalachian Trail. If like that's one of the milestones, like oh, and you gotta you gotta stop and moon this train. You but know? It's, it's, it seems like a fucking episode of Double Dare or something. It's like <laughs> the Appalachian Trail. So you got a lunar train here. You got to lick a crashed plane well, on this mountain. It's kind of like bonus points at this point, I feel like. It's like yeah. It's extra fun that you can do. Moon, moon the train. <laughs> it's like if you uh, piss in the snow on Everest and write your name. 
It's yeah. like, you know it's going to be there for a while. It's going to be there for a fucking long while. Just like those bodies that are on Everest that are guide markers. Disgusting. Yeah. Ridiculous. Dis- ridiculous. Go moon a train. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. All I ask of you is that you moon a train. That's that's all I want for Christmas. All right. People, you hear it. There's trains everywhere. Wherever you are, I'm sure there's a train nearby. You can easily give Jesse the Christmas gift that he's always wanted. It's that simple. Just hang around the tracks. Not too close. We don't want you getting in trouble or getting yeah. in danger. Just but, close uh, enough for them to see. You hear that horn coming. You get ready. You hang those blue jeans low to the ground. You touch your toes. You say... You say, Merry Christmas, Jesse. That's what you got to yell while you're doing it. Oh, man. All right. I, th- I think that's it, people. I think we're at the end of this. We're going to wrap it up by saying, hey, stop by the Facebook page. We want to uh, hear from you guys. And uh, specifically, you can stop into the American Slackers group where we have an active discussion with all kinds of uh, slackers. Always some random shit getting put yeah, in there. All kinds of fun Tons shit. of fun. Check it out. American Slacker Podcast, you'll find us there. Along with, search that on Instagram. You'll find all the promos for this show. And uh, a lot of other cool shit, too. You'll be visually pleased. Our website, AmericanSlackerPodcast.com. You'll find us there. And if you guys want to get in contact with us, send us an email. AmericanSlackerPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to hear from any of the artists that we cover on this show, check Spotify. You can find our playlist where every artist that we ever cover on the show is on there. Search American Slacker Podcast. You'll find us there. Including the ones that we just covered. Hell yeah. You can also find us on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. Rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars or nothing. That's what we always fucking want. The four star that haunts me. <laughs> yeah, right right into us. Whoever gave the four star review, we're still, we still want to talk to you. Why? <laughs> um, please tell a friend about the show. That's a, the easiest way to get people into American Slacker and fucking interacting with all the cool shit we got going on. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube. We put out all of our episodes there. We're hoping to put more content up eventually, so subscribe now so you can get ahead of the curve on that one. Please think about becoming a Patreon sponsor. Uh, Patreon, I don't know if you're if you're not up on what going on with patreon they we're gonna do something and then they're not doing anything anymore so like everything should be normal yeah head to our patreon you can get shout outs you can uh play xbox with us there's a bunch of stuff up there and we're planning on adding in the coming year yeah in the next year you'll see a lot more from us and your support really goes a long way it goes all it back into the show we don't take that money for ourselves. We put that money right back into the show. Whether yeah, it's merch, media hosting, you know, <laughs> yeah, hosting is really. It costs a lot to run the show, and we just we thank everybody that supports the show so so much. Definitely. Now, if you wanted to check out our personal shit, check out our personal Instagrams, our Snapchat, and our gamer tags. Find me on Insta, MWG Media. You can find me on Snapchat and on my gamer tag on Xbox Live at Maddie G from HP. And I'm on all of those at Landers the Plane. Nice and clean. I like it. I like it. I used to have to hate on them, but you know what? After a while, it grows on you. <laughs> well, we're not quite there. It's not the holidays, but get ready for the holidays. Brace yourselves, people. And uh, we love every one of you. Until next time, that's it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>